Hi everyone, it's Della Rose here with Eyes on the Stars Weekly Vibes for the week of the 24th of January, sorry, excuse me, 23rd of January. Um, I'm a day late, I know. Uh, yesterday was the 22nd, Monday, and um, yeah, I was still integrating all the uh, transition of the Pluto frequencies and... So I left it yesterday to do it today. Uh, so this week, where are we? we got a lot going on. This is a big week. It's really, we've got the full moon in Leo this week. Um, that's really going to bring, I did a separate video on that that you can see in my um, YouTube videos below. Now, this week here, what we're dealing with is we're settling into the new frequency. If we were to sort of give it a narrative, we've got uh, Mars and Mercury are conjunct in Capricorn this week. So we're really getting our mind clear. We're really starting to transcribe internally and form a focus and a direction in which we are going to head off. And it's like... Um, the energies that are available to us now with all of this Aquarian uh, influence that's just really entered our skies, the sun being at one degree uh, Aquarius yesterday, excuse me, I'll get to today, the sun being at two degrees uh, in Aquarius, still conjunct Pluto, Pluto's at zero degrees, Pluto will remain at zero degrees for a little time yet. Uh, and then he'll make his progress to go one degree. And that's when we'll really feel the uh, energy really brewing inside of us. So I'm not sure how you all coped over the weekend or whether you were really even aware of the uh, frequencies that were around and how that was physically impacting you uh, energetically, uh, on your nervous system, on your digestive system, uh, on your emotions, on your uh, thinking, on your thoughts, on your um, how you're processing information and what was coming up for you. For myself personally, I had a lot of churning in my stomach. I had a lot of nervous tension. I um, found myself reflecting on a lot of past events and really feeling this sense of, my goodness, please don't let that reoccur. You know, there was that real transition of old, moving into new, not wanting to repeat the old, wanting to make sure that we're staying true to our new path and our new direction and the new energy that we have discovered available to us and within us as we've cleared our trauma and we've cleared our baggage away. We start to allow our energy to come up more so that we can fill up more of our light and expand our body and our awareness and our mental thinking that we are more decisive. And through being more decisive and using critical thinking, we can actually solidify more clarity in our being because we're aligning with our truth and what's authentic to us. Because as we go forward, we must really start to learn 
to check in with ourselves and not just do things out of it or being automatic, you know, and just sort of following along because this is what everybody's doing or this is what I was told to do, but yet it feels completely wrong and it feels opposite and it's opposing. You know, those points can be very confusing and perplexing and you can feel quite torn because you're going, well, this is what everybody does. This is what they said I should do, but everything in my body is saying not to do it. You know, that's not the way for me now. And you can feel a real pull and it can set you into a state of mind of, uh, feeling like there's something wrong with you and you know you're not going to get it right you're just going to keep making mistake after mistake and the reality is is that it's not about right or wrong it's about actually moving forward and moving forward with a freak frequency that's aligned with you so that means what feels solid for you what feels ease in a sense like okay I know it's going to be hard work but I'm comfortable with that. I feel like I can do it. I feel like this is for me. Or um, no, I don't really, I'm not really sure. Like I'm doing it because, oh, I really need to make the money, but I really don't want to do it. Um, but I just have to. I mean, that's a different energy. See, that's an energy of drudge. And that's an energy of resistance. And so what's going to happen is that's going to seed your path with that frequency of resistance so then what you're greeted with is more and more resistance so even the best intentions that you may have had could go wayward or could be uh, challenged because it was seeded with the energy of resistance whereas if you're moving with something that feels right for you and feels aligned to you and you still may not be sure where the path is going, but it just feels right. It's like, oh, I feel like I should drive down this road and uh, make a left at the end. I feel that will get me back to the main road. And, you know, you follow that and you go with that and then it gets you to the main road, you know, whereas if you were sort of sitting there confused and not knowing which way to go and you're like, oh, I'm not sure, I'm not sure. Oh, God, I don't know. Oh, okay, I'll just, I'll just go right. You know, oh, I'll just go left. And, and then you get more lost and more lost and more lost because you're sort of scattered with your intention. You know, that's what's getting you lost is the fact that you're not aligned to your intention. You kind of, you're pulling in two different directions. Your energy is distorted. And the reason I speak about it from that perspective is because we're in Aquarius and this is the age of Aquarius now. And we're in this influence will be really impacting us for the next 20 years as Pluto remains in the sign of Aquarius and yes he pops out at the end um in uh September and then he'll come back in in November and then he stays and he's there for the next 20 years and so we're really going to have our energy bodies amped up that is a given. I can guarantee that, you know, that is a given. So this is why I've been saying to everyone, <clears throat> get your energy sorted, get your nervous system sorted, understand what overstimulates you, understand how to pull back, how to ground yourself. What are your remedies to keep you stable as these frequencies become like choppy white water? You know, it's like whitewater rafting. 
really that's what we're entering into now where it'll be sudden jolts sudden shocks sudden surprises sudden uplifts sudden celebration you know uh sudden abundance arriving everything because pluto rules wealth and so our money and things will will change and it's interesting that we have uranus which rules aquarius in the sign of Taurus, which is about resources and money and uh, our food and our land and how we're caring for these things. And what are we awakening ourselves to? Where are we bringing innovation to those areas? And Uranus goes direct on the 27th of January. And uh, it's going direct at 19 degrees, and then it will start to move forward in preparation for the big conjunction that it will have with Jupiter, which is coming in April. And so that and that occurs at 21 degrees, um, Jupiter and Uranus will connect and form a conjunction and so have a look at where Taurus is in your chart and see exactly which area of life this is going to be um, impacting you and it's going to be infusing that area with this new awareness this new awakening this new innovation and so start to move towards new things now because that's where we're going. We're going towards more new things. The old systems are eventually going to crumble. That's a given. I mean, our world as it has existed, with the psychology that it's existed, with the top-down mentality that it's uh, been run and governed by, those things are going to be challenged and they're going to be really, really scrutinized. And the ones that are truly sustainable will continue. The ones that have been really uh, undermining and uh, demising people and keeping them trapped in states of slavery or making them feel like they're the underdog and they're not worth much, that energy is starting to get broken up and exposed so it can be healed. That's why it's getting exposed is so that we can bring more awareness to that so that we can heal that so that we can start to actually build a, a better resilience within ourselves and also change our perspective on what our desires are and what we're wanting in our life now. And are we really traveling the same road as our grandparents? Are we really traveling the same road as our parents even? Um, because, you know, what their hopes and dreams were uh, are very different to what our hopes and dreams are now. Uh, one is because we have more available to us. One is another reason is we have more opportunity. We have more resources to connect and to innovate, whereas they were very much ingrained into the system that already existed and you just have to follow along and play it this way because this is the only way to play it. Whereas when we had COVID in 2020, that really broke the lid. It broke the glass ceiling on so much because it opened people's eyes to the potential of how we can work with the internet and how the internet can actually become a resource for us to make abundance for ourselves in our homes. And so it shifted our mindset to completely think in a new way. 
And, and uh, I find that interesting because that year, 2020, was when we had the lineup of Pluto, uh, the Sun, and Capricorn meeting, uh, Capricorn, excuse me, and Saturn. So we had Pluto, Jupiter, and Saturn. Let me get that right. Pluto, Jupiter, and Saturn in Capricorn were all conjunct in um, 2020. And so that then really set the the flame ablaze uh, for what we encountered in 2020. And then in 2021, then we actually had the conjunction. Well, it was December uh, 2020, actually, the solstice. Then we had the conjunction of um, Jupiter and Saturn meeting in Aquarius at exact degrees. And so... You sort of actually, I really want to go back to that chart because I find it really fascinating um, when they, what degree they actually met. Okay. Um, yeah. See, they met around the third degree of Aquarius. I'll just actually keep ticking away and get the exact moment that they joined. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, it was. It was three degrees. Um, well, it moved into an exact conjunction. Uh, oh, because I want to get the exact... They were just off each other. It's really interesting because they stayed true in Aquarius, but they were always just one degree out. And I was just trying to find the exact time that they came together in exact conjunction. Oh, there it is there. So the conjunction occurred around the 14th of January. So it was around the 13th. Uh, to the 15th of January that we really had that impact. And at that time, Pluto and the Sun were conjunct as well in Capricorn as Jupiter and Saturn were joining as well in Aquarius. And so they were setting the new template as Pluto and the Sun were finishing a deep conversation about the journey that Pluto had been having in Capricorn. So this has all been a preparation is really where I'm going. I know that that may have been a bit confusing to the people that aren't fully versed in a lot of the technical jargon of astrology, though it's just really important to understand that the planets are having a continual conversation with each other. You know, they're constantly in a uh, energetic influence and a dance with each other and they're sharing information and then carrying that forward so this is why we say okay we've got Pluto at the moment at zero degrees Aquarius and then we're going to have Mars and Mercury and Venus come and cross over Pluto at that uh, zero degrees Aquarius when they enter Aquarius and so you can see that conversation 
then is being infused and being picked up with that Aquarian frequency and then carried forward where then they'll meet with Saturn. And then that will then bring another energy with that. And so this is how the conversation unravels between the planets because we're on a cycle. We're on a cyclical journey that is taking us through the um, events which are shifting us psychologically deep, deep, deep ingrained uh, psyche of thinking where, you know, we've carried that belief system forward for many, many generations and many lifetimes. Pluto's dislodging all of this stuff. And you'll see a lot of this energy starting to come up in the collective where people will feel confused. People will feel burnt out. People will feel it's all too much. People's nervous systems will feel um, churned and a lot of trepidation as we start to move into more of these energies because we don't have a template for this. We don't have a clear understanding of exactly how events will play out because the last time that Pluto was in Aquarius was in 1770, 1784. So it's been a while. It's been a little while since we've had him visit there. And at the moment, we also have the North Node and Chiron um, forming a conjunction as well and that's really saying that we're healing we're deeply deeply healing this sense of um, finding peace with being the individual and being the innovator being willing to stand out in order to trailblaze a new path and not follow the masses and not fall into the sheep mindset of oh, I've just got to do this because this is the how everybody else does it or this is what I was told I have to do. It's like Aries, Chiron is full of velocity, velocity where he actually sees a better way and he gets a taste of that and he really wants to burn through into carving out something different, being that individual, but being the individual from a warrior perspective where the warrior was out to actually protect the community. It was the guardian of the community. So Chiron in this, he's actually wanting to protect us. He's wanting us to find this power in ourselves so that we stand up, so that we fight for our individual rights, so that we actually make sure that we insist there is a new path, that we insist that we find a new direction, that we're not going to maintain the old and the status quo just because that's the way it was. It's like we can see that those systems it will not work going forward. We can see the um, gap between the, you know, the 1% to the no percent is expanding and getting bigger and bigger and that's because there are more and more people suffering and they're really starting to wipe out the middle class and so we'll only we'll have this complete imbalance of wealth and this is where pluto is going to shake that up and wealth will change angels even say that money will change the distribution of wealth will change. The um, 
keeping people as underdogs and thinking of them as useless beings because they don't have a degree in something is changing. That sort of snobbery is not going to be uh, accepted as we go forward. That's part of the old world. That's very old, traditional Capricorn earth-based way of being though now we're in Aquarius and Aquarius is about being unusual, being innovative, being eccentric, being your individual self and adding new information to humanity and bringing new awareness to humanity and not being greedy and trying to deceive humanity and steal from humanity uh, for your own gain. That's more the earth element again, you know, the greed, the insatiable greed that can take a hold of people. And we've seen a lot of that because we have had Jupiter in Taurus. And at the moment, Jupiter is at six degrees Taurus, and now it's going to start to um, make its way towards Uranus, who's at 19 degrees Taurus, still retrograde, though, as I said, Uranus will go direct on the 27th of January, and then we will have all the planets direct and you'll feel that energy really speed up then. So this is a week that is beginning that transition and uh, we've got a yod also between um, Australia, the fixed star Pluto and Lilith. So there's a lot of rebellious energy out there at the moment where we could want to throw the baby out with the bathwater and uh, and just say enough and or we could want to risk it all and uh, and then be sorry later. So this is an energy to be cautious. It is the finger of God. It is a fated point, but it's saying if you actually err to the side of caution and consider everything and make sure that you're truly aligned with the decisions that you're making and using your rebellious energy in a way to give you mojo rather than to be just rebellious for the sake of it because that's the Lilith uh, quality there. Then what you can do is you can actually uh, discover more abundance and you can actually be blessed with golden opportunities at this time because Pluto can bring those blessings, though the key to Pluto is to be very mindful about your agenda and what is your driver and why, because remember Pluto is the alchemist and as we know, there's always the law of balance. You know, if you're asking for something, then you need to be giving something. It's like that exchange. We give and we receive. We give and we receive. And at the moment, we're receiving so much energy into the planet and we're receiving so much energy into our own bodies that it's elevating us. And now we have to actually extend ourselves into utilizing that energy. We received it. Now we need to give it. You know, now we need to put it to use. We need to put it to work. We just don't fester and just receive and then end up, you know, it goes nowhere. It's a waste. You know, that's the uh, shadow of greed, really, because, you know, I was just looking at my, I don't, I don't have a lot of stuff anymore because I cleaned out a lot of stuff, right? But even so, I was just looking at my cupboard and I was even thinking, 
of simple things like dishes. And I think I'm one person, you know, I live on my own and I have all these dishes and I don't have dinner parties. And I think, what's the point? And I think, yeah, it's nice. They're lovely. I love them. You know, it's beautiful to be able to think I have nice dishes. Though what my what my reasoning was is we burden ourselves to hold on to lots and lots of possessions, but how many of those possessions do we actually use and utilize, you know, outside of the ones that may bring beautiful styling to our environments and decorate our environment? I'm talking about things like, you know, if you've got excessive glassware and, you know, it's taking up lots and lots of space. This is particularly important for people that are really considering downsizing and simplifying their life and offloading stress so that they can actually feel more liberty, more air. Uh, this is not really for the people that, you know, have huge mansions and can fill their houses with loads and loads of stuff and have, you know, 64,000 dishes on display and, you know, you get what I mean. I'm being a little bit facetious. Well, no, not facetious because I don't really mind what people do. I mean, I've seen all sides of it. I've been in design for a while, so I've seen many, many homes and styles and ways of living. Um, so I don't really have a judgment or an opinion. I've just really noticed, though, energetically how it impacts me if I have loads and loads of books, for instance, that I don't even read so much anymore because I've read them and they're just sitting around and they're just lovely. They look nice on display, but they don't really get touched too much. You know, I'm starting to really rethink a lot of those things and going, you know what, sometimes clean lines, simple lines, light, airy, liberty, freedom, where the soul feels peace, where you don't feel burdened and stressed trying to juggle so many things is actually a healthier way of being because we don't realize how much energy we are drained of when we're holding on and carrying lots. It just actually, they just showed me a vision of when you're walking along the road, you know, you're walking along the road, no problem. But if you were carrying two big suitcases full of all sorts of things, walking along the road would be extremely hard and challenging and difficult. And it would take a lot of work and it would take a lot of time but because you don't want to put those things down you know um then you've got the burden of having to hold on to those and carry those through and this is where we analyze then well how much do I use those things how valuable are those things to me maybe I could sell them and turn them into some cash that could give me freedom to do something else you know, there's all sorts of equations. So I don't want to sort of pull it all apart too much because this isn't really a think tank or, a, you know, where we're going deep. This is me sort of trying to give you an astrology port for the week. So that's our week. Our week is uh, quite an interesting week. We're really looking at our communication. We're restructuring our thoughts. We're restructuring how we see our direction going forward. We're simplifying. We've actually faced a lot of our fears and we're starting to go, okay, it's time to, you know, cut the mustard here and really make some decisions for ourselves. And once Uranus goes direct, then you'll that will speed up and we'll really start making decisions and getting more and more traction. And um, 
And then we've got our big full moon, which will occur on the 25th of January in Leo. And that's a big dramatic moon. And you can listen to that video. And I feel that that moon's actually illuminating many blessings and many gifts that perhaps we thought we'd forgotten, uh, that we had forgotten and we thought were of no use to us anymore. But now we're rediscovering a new way to work with those qualities within ourselves, And we're going, wow, you know, I have these skills and I haven't put these skills to use for such a long time, but now I can see it's just so apparent that it's time for me to do this. And so you start to head in that direction. So this is a very uh, interesting year. The first six months, it's very different to the next six months in the second half of the year. Um, so we're going to have some choppy seas now. The first quarter of the year was always going to be challenging. So that's why I say slower is better. Don't rush. If you can go easy, then go easy. Don't be so quick to get caught up in the FOMO syndrome, fear of missing out. This will trip everybody because the fear of missing out crowd, they're still following the old world, right? Because the, the people that are starting to wake up and realize that this matrix has to change. The fabric in how we're connected has to change. What we're working towards has to change. What our goals and our ambitions are need to shift and adjust where we're not so caught up in um, hoarding. It's the hoarding that has to ease up because that's what's bringing such a burden to our mind you know, the hoarding of thoughts, the hoarding of ideas, the hoarding of everything, and it's just not being utilized or used in any capacity. You know, what do they say? If you don't use it, you lose it. So perhaps that's why we're going to see a lot of uh, changes in the financial systems, because there's been a lot of hoarding for far too long and a lot of big, big corporations uh, controlling everything and cutting out the little people so much. I see a lot of that crumbling uh to be honest as we get more into this decade not yet but as we get more into it a lot of these things will fall they'll become the ghosts of the past that will remember that once existed that no longer is anyway so i'll leave it there everyone um i hope you enjoyed this and I hope you were able to get some insights and some messages from this. It's a good week. I don't want you to have any trepidation about this week. I just want you to be very conscious of the energy and how the frequencies are changing and start to notice how you're changing and how your attitude and your approach to things are changing because that is the new template that you are actually heading on. That is the fated destined journey. And, um, as they say, you know, fate is uh, something that is destined for us, but destiny is what we make of what fate has sent us. So what are you making of what has been fated towards you? So we make our own destiny is what that really means. Um, anyhow, so let's leave it there. Peace and love. Bye for now. Like, subscribe, share. Thank you for the new followers. Thank you for subscribing and um, I really appreciate knowing that you're enjoying the little bits that I offer. I'm not as active as a lot of uh, the other astrologers I know. I'm just 
building myself up into that because I do a lot of other things on the side here and I see clients. I still see clients personally and really help them and I'm a mentor. So I have mentor clients that I see very regularly, sometimes hourly, <laughs> depending on what their needs are and what they're moving through. So if you'd like to book any services with me, please go to my website, delarose.com, and that will give you everything you need to know right there. Anyhow, bye for now.